I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I have a special guest here, ads manager on Team Hirsch, Vanessa, who is here to talk with you guys about using Facebook attributions to help you with your audience insights in ads manager. And I'm so excited because I reached out to my team and was like, does anybody want to be on the podcast and have any suggestions? And Vanessa literally gave me like 12 amazing ideas. And so I was like, you got to come on and talk about one and pick your favorite. And so I don't actually know everything she's going to say. She's bringing some strategy that I don't know here. So let's dive in. Welcome, Vanessa. Thank you for this. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Share what you have to share about um, Facebook attributions. So attribution in general is when things are applied, um, actions are applied specifically to an ad. So on Facebook, what that looks like is they have two different windows where they track um, activities that happen from an interaction with the ad all the way through um, to when somebody converts. So that's those two windows are a one-day view and a 28-day click. So for every 28-day period from the time your ads start delivering, you will see data populate continually um, in Ads Manager. And that kind of looks like um, you'll see people viewing your ads, you'll see them clicking, you'll see them signing up, you can see um, when somebody likes your page, engages with your post, shares it, all sorts of fun stuff. Um, the cool part about that is that often you might not see a conversion come through right away, but sometimes if you look back over the 28-day period, you'll see all the, all the conversions kind of fall into place. And that usually leaves people wondering, where the heck all this data came from. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it's really fun to kind of like track it day to day um, to see all the numbers change. So for some of my clients, especially who are using purchases, those take a little longer to show up yeah. in Facebook because people are a little bit slower to make a purchase. So what I do is I track their purchases day to day. And then I look back over every day that's already happened within the last 28 day window and I keep track of it and make basically like a scatter plot so that you can see where all those purchases are coming in. And what that helps me do is understand how people are behaving on, on um, Facebook. Yeah. So for one client is has a fitness product um, and they wind up having basically two groups of people, the people who like see the ad and jump on it right away. And those are my one day viewers. And then the other people who are hem and haw over it for a little while. And those are my 28 day clickers. And what that tells us um, is that those two camps of people, we can actually create content or create ads that appeal to those people to try and speed up the slow guys and to really take advantage of those guys that are acting a little bit faster. Yeah, that is so valuable and also just goes into like 
playing that big picture and, and making sure that you, you know, you can make decisions fast when you're optimizing ads. There's, you know, you've de- there's definitely parts that you make fast, but then there's also making sure you look at like a zoomed out version of your data. So without, obviously we don't have like screen share video, but can you describe like how you would see this in ads manager for those listening so they could do it themselves? Like, how are you viewing it? What are you pulling up when you look at this in your campaigns? Totally. So, um, to track all the data, I basically take a column on like the X axis and one on the Y and I put the dates, um, for the whole month. Okay. And then on the first day, say March 1st, I line up my March 1st on the X and March 1st on the Y and I'll put in how many uh, purchases came in that day or whatever we're converting for. The next day, I'll do the same thing. So I'll line up my two dates, March 2nd to March 2nd. I'll put in the day's number for there and then I'll look backwards at March 1st and see if that number's changed and just keep filling in the data that way. Got it. So you're making your own spreadsheet and then you're going into Facebook and like just changing, wow. Do you guys see how much work Team Hirsch does? Holy cow, I didn't even know this. (laughs) It's really cool to see. Yeah, you're creating a spreadsheet, then you're going day by day in Ads Manager, and then you've got the purchase column selected so that you can see if that pixel fired, like, or is this a purchase, direct purchase campaign you're looking at? Um, So for this particular client, they run only direct purchases. Um, We do some nurturing as well, but I'm really concerned with those purchase conversions and really understanding how those people are behaving. Yeah. So this could apply for both though, because you could also look like if you have a webinar campaign and then if purchases would be attributed, you know, back, you could go back day by day to see. So you could do this for anything. Wow. And so, so then are you also like, what type of like takeaways do you pull from that? Are you able to see like what audiences and, and ads are actually attributed to purchases? Cause I think this is also important if you're looking at like a lead to purchase, like you might have a lead that's getting really cheap, but then you look back over the month and you're like, Oh, this is getting a bunch of sales and I'm paying maybe a couple dollars more cost per lead, but I really care about the sales. So don't turn that ad off because I want to look at the sales too. So like what type, when you build your chart, what do you take away from that? And how do you optimize with that information from there? Um, so when I'm building that up, I look at everything. Um, I get really nerdy into the data. So I look at how many um, shares, like all the, all the little actions that we don't really pay attention to usually. Um, like in another account, we're running a lead campaign. So I'm paying attention to those leads backwards and forwards. But I'm also um, looking at the social proof because yeah. even though we're not getting a large volume of leads, like this one client that I work with um, only has like maybe five, four or 500 leads a month. But this social proof on those ads is up to like 600 shares a month and 600 comments and a thousand reactions, which is crazy. Yeah. And that word of mouth is so powerful. So we can see how those audiences are helping that specific client. Um, with another client, they run, um, we run lead generation into purchase. So I can tell that on Facebook, the lead campaign brought in so many leads. Um, and then usually what we would expect to see is that we would see um, purchases coming through the sales ads. But the fun part about attribution data is Facebook goes, okay, I recognize that this one person came in through this lead ad and then they had a whole bunch of other reactions. They might've visited the website. Maybe they did click on that sales ad, but to prevent duplicate data, Facebook goes, okay, so that within this 28 day period, that one person came in through the lead ad within that same set of dates, they also made a purchase. So it'll actually take that purchase and attribute it back to the lead campaign, Mm. which confuses the heck out of people because they would expect to see it in the sales. So 
Yeah. And if you don't, yeah. And, and people make that mistake where they don't go, go back and look like at the whole month to see how many purchases, maybe that lead initial lead campaign could have brought in. And you're only looking at maybe just your retargeted ad. And then that would give you so much audience insight because you want to see big picture, not only your cost per lead, but then what's happening after with that lead. And that's what this allows you to see is, is what is the lead doing after they opt in? Um, and also that's why it's important to have those specific event pixels, right? Like that's yeah. something we do as we go through each step of the funnel and we've got like initiate checkout and purchase and viewed the content on the webinar, because then you can pull those columns to see that information. If you don't have that, it's like, just the same, you know, page view pixel on all those pages in your funnel. So that's a super crucial step um, in being able to pull this, this data. Yeah. So, so you make your chart, do you do this for all the clients and, and every day you go in and do this? Um, I do it for select clients where we really have to like try and really nail down that persona. Yeah. Um, with other clients, I track it in a different way, um, but the same idea because their finals are a little bit more complicated. Yeah. And so does this help you go back and also know what to scale, like based on what's working in there, if you can, you know, pull up an ad set that's specifically like, cause I know the client you're talking about in the fitness industry and that one, it's like unlimited budget scale as long as it's working. <laughs> so does this help you with that, the decision on what to scale? Absolutely. Cause um, with there, I have to it's kind of like a fun game of roulette with, with this specific person because there's one day where I'm like, well, that ad ran for four or five days. It's been, we didn't get anything, turn it off. And almost always, as soon as I turn the ad set off, we get sales coming in. Yeah. <laughs> so I like to look back and go um, and see what it was about those specific ads and the audiences. And sometimes I'll try the audiences again, or I'll try and replicate the success of a specific ad with other audiences and try and find that, that really cool mix that converts really well. That's awesome. Yeah. I think like, so the biggest takeaway, I, so I didn't even know Vanessa was doing this much work in the account. And what's funny is I actually talked to that client yesterday in the fitness space. And he said that he used to run his own ads. And he said, literally, I quote, Vanessa's doing 10 times the amount of work that I was doing in my account. And I don't even know if he has, knows that you have that spreadsheet. So like, he's just going <laughs> off of what he's seeing you do in the account. So that's so awesome. But I think my biggest takeaway here from what you've shared is that you want to look at things so holistically, like people will focus in on just, okay, I'm running a lead gen campaign. I'm just going to focus on the cost per lead. And that's what I focus on when really you want to like zoom out and look at you know, maybe like you're talking about the social proof on the ad or the purchases that came with the ad. And then not only look at like what's happened in the last two days and make decisions, but in the last 28 days and be able to make decisions on that. Because especially as we go more and more, as you know, and, and I did a previous podcast on this on the CBO campaigns, like that's actually you start making a little bit slower decisions and you give Facebook a little bit more time to optimize. And so you have to look at everything holistically and from like a zoomed out view so that you don't actually sabotage your own ads, which I've seen people do that. They're like, turn it off too fast or give up on this, or they're only looking at one piece of data. And so they are like confused what to do. So those are my takeaways from that. This is so awesome. Is there any last things you want to share about kind of using Facebook attributions? I think just pay attention to how people are behaving because everybody's audience is different and it's yeah. really cool to see how you can like carve out little personas of how people are behaving and then make adjustments to your content to really cater to those people. And the success from there is just astronomical. It's awesome. 
Yeah. And it's so, yes, that's so important. Like from everything to just remember, like your ads are being shown to people, just regular people in the newsfeed. And so you can pull out of the data, how those people are behaving and then help you with future marketing or the decisions you make with your ads and build, like you said, that persona from the messaging to how they behave, how long they're taking to go through funnels and make decisions. And you probably have multiple, like you're saying, you have those like quick decision people and then you have the people that are taking longer. So how do you appeal to both of them? Because there's money there for both of them. That's so awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing this. I am super impressed. Vanessa's getting shouted out on my huddle tomorrow <laughs> and, and who's caught being awesome for being awesome. So thank you so much, Vanessa, for coming on and sharing this with everybody. It was so great to hear about this. Thanks for having me. Yep. And if you guys, as you know, if you want to work with Team Hirsch, you want to work with someone amazing like Vanessa, you can go to helpmystrategy.com and apply to work with us. See you guys later. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process, and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time. Thank you.